Welcome to the Singapore Podcast, where we bring you authentic perspectives on East-West cultural exchange from the eyes of youth. The topic we are going to share today is anatomy of China's innovation ecosystem, and we will take two components of its example, the start market and the IP exchange. Okay. And before we enter into the discussion today, I would like to uh, spend a few minutes about uh, the, or the background or why we want to discuss this topic, okay? Or the, we said the methodology, our perspective about these two topics. The key reason is we need a new way to observe. Everybody need a new way to observe. Why? Uh, as you can feel, no matter where you are, the US-China tradeways impact us, especially I think most of us are professional. We do international business or take important role in our organization. It's hard to take side, either you join or you compete, but you just cannot wait and see to see what's going on between the US and China. And if we look into the reason why US and China has this kind of trade conflict, or we call it trade war, Usually we ignore the key reason is the technology domination. People can talk about like ideology or some tariff issue, but it's not a key. The key always the technology domination. What does it mean? Taking, for example, the 5G, AI, big data, or even quantum computing. Okay, because China is growing very fast in this area. If you're in Europe, in Europe you understand the 5G standard or the 5G new system most uh, read, almost uh, was almost ready by Huawei to offer. But start like two years ago, if the 5G system is all offered by Huawei everywhere in this world, from US point of view, it's going to feel some threatening about security issue or national security issue, all that about technology, right? So the bottom line, the key things about the U.S. trade war that impact you and me is derived from the technology competition. However, very few information is available to us to understand about China. Okay, about China, what does it mean? That means if U.S. spend a lot of effort to uh, confront or to compete with China, what is going on in China? what uh, technology development is going to have or what kind of uh, new innovation activity is going on within China. It's hard for us to get those information for two reasons. The first reason is uh, media always take side, whether it's the media from Washington DC, Wall Street, or from Beijing, okay. Uh, it's just become harder and harder for us to get those genuine information. Another key reason is most of, of those information are available in Chinese, not in English, right? So even uh, you put this website, put this newspaper in front of you, it's in Chinese. It's harder for us, for those international professional to understand Chinese and get the insight from those uh, news reports if we want to understand China's innovation ecosystem, we probably need something more sophisticated 
a systematic approach. That from our point of view will be, we look at the IP, intellectual property. Okay, because every innovation activity, every technology development, at some point will be crystallized into intellectual property. It is patent, it's trade secret, this kind of, uh, we call it the legal right protect under the law, okay? And from this crystallization, um, all private party or state party will have the chance to utilize this IP to develop this kind of business model and create more value. So if we may observe how China or in China's economy system create IP, use IP, and manage the relevant risk of IP, then it will be easy and accurate way to understand the innovation activity in China. So from my personal uh, uh, observation or my experience, I come up with a set of observation points that could easily and efficiently help any professional in any parts of the world to look into China and uh, obtain their own perspective about the innovation activity in China, which is the source of the current US war, the technology domination. And today we are going to introduce two of them. So let me into the first observation point, which is the start market. So what is the star market? STAR stands for Scientific Innovation Board, which is a sub-board under Shanghai Stock Exchange. Shanghai Stock Exchange has several boards, but one of them is called the Star Board, with nickname Star Market. We can easily understand it as China's counterpart of US Nasdaq. Basically, this board of this market is focused on those high growth rate, those very potential with innovation, uh, scientific developments uh, company, which probably uh, do not have very impressive financial data to go into the main board or to seek for financing from other capital market. Okay. And in China, the start work is particular, especially focused on IP or patent strengths, their strengths or advantage in patent or trade secret, this kind of technology achievement. Okay. And because of this spatial focus of star market, it's provided a very valuable window for us to look into China's activity, to look into what is going on in China's innovation ecosystem. It's offer rich information, which is difficult to get, or otherwise unavailable before. Okay, so what insight we probably get from the SDAR star market? I just try to name a few. The first one, the investment hot zone. What is the investment hot zone? For example, your friends in Italy ask you, okay, I heard that you are studying China economy or China innovation activity. Then could you tell me what part of the industry is most attractive or has more investment opportunity in China. Well then, it depends, right? But STAR SDAR market offer a very quick, I won't say dirty, but quick efficient way for you to look into those activity. 
by simply looking at the trading volumes, trading volume of different sector of the industry. We'll do some demo in the next page, but just give you the idea first here, okay? Where the trading volume is high, that means the capital, the marketing, is look at this particular sector. And where the money is, it will be easy to find an opportunity to collaborate to investment or to do some financial activity. So we call it investment hard zone. We can use several ways to identify investment hard, but an easy and quick way to look into the starboard to see what, which stock or which industry obtain the highest trading volume in the past months or past quarter. Observation number two is the contemporary issue. That means the most hot issue happening in China. Uh, if you ever follow up news in China, I bet you know a company called Ant, Ant Group, Mayi Jinfu, okay? Ant is a subsidiary of Alibaba, JK Ma's company. About a few months ago, Ant is going to, Ant is going to get a list in the stock market. As because it's called a FinTech, use new big data, AI technology to decide the credits of each individual and offer micro loans, small loans to those individuals who are not available to obtain loan from the traditional bank. There's a new model, very advanced, but it probably go across the red line and now get uh, some penalty from the government. This news in the couple few months has been hot topic in China, even in Asia, or in the financial market globally, okay? And this is where taking place, the stock market is where it's taking place. In other words, if you follow in stock markets news or update, you'll be easily follow those most important issues in China. Okay, opposition number three, stock market is a new board. So there'll be a lot of regulatory change. Regulatory change means update in regulation, or regulation change in law. Why there needs such change? Because the government need to take over, need to encounter new issue, happen in the society, happen in the economy. Give you an example, like a few months ago, the star market start to have regulation discussion on deregistration, uh, which is means you get on the star board, but later on need to take you off. It's sort of reflecting the situation that the market is a little bit hit for the stock market. And the government expecting a more qualified, more quality company to get listed. Now we move to the IP exchange. Okay, what is IP exchange? Um, there's some misunderstanding. IP exchange does not refer only to the transfer by sale of the IP. IP exchange is what? Just like stock market, stock exchange, NYSD, New York Stock Exchange, right? And uh, that's for security. But for IP assets such as patent, trademark, copyright, they also need some uh, organized effort to facilitate, to promote the transfer, sale, or utilize of this change. So we call it IP exchange. It's a facility 
it's an organized effort with certain rule to guide the exchange. Okay, but there are two things or two interesting aspects I have to point out when we mention about IP exchange. Okay, intellectual property patent trademark copyright is its value can only be reflected when you utilize this. Someone use this IP to generate real goods or service, then IP's value can be realized. And if the owner of IP does not have the operation uh, facility, they don't have a factory, they don't have a restaurant, they don't have those equipment, they can license or sell those IP to those one who have, right? This call called the IP circulation or IP transaction. And in West country, in particular US, this kind of transaction or IP are usually carried out by private party. That means some very professional uh, company. They research and they put IP into pool and approach the potential buyer to make such transfer or give license to those potential users called the licensee. Okay. But in China, for very interesting reason, we'll mention in the next page. This kind of IP exchange are almost sponsored by the government. Another interesting aspect to mention is IP exchange actually is much harder to operate than stock exchange for two reasons. First one, the IPS usually are not standardized. Okay, so if you go to the stock exchange, the security in buy basically is piece of the share of the equity owned by the company according to company law or security law. However, if you go to the uh, IP exchange, each piece of the information uh, is not standardized, right? They have their own technology aspects. They have their own unique natures. So they, you need a distinctive domain knowledge to carry out the transaction. So what kind of information we can obtain by looking at the, the IP exchange in China? There are some historical reasons. No matter where in the US or in Europe, I think you've heard about Chinese government to subsidize into patent application. Okay, this policy has been quite criticized, no matter domestically or globally. And uh, in the past few years, they start correct to rectify this oversubsidization of patent, okay? Because it's generated a lot of useless patents. However, the resource already been poured in to create a patent. Now the patent owner are much eager to find a way to monetize it, to utilize it. Therefore, an IP exchange at this particular point could help them to find the value of their stock, their asset that uh, they create during the past few years where government give a lot of subsidization for them to apply patents, try to liquidate the asset as a huge pressure. The second uh, interest historic, uh, historic reason is the real estate economy. So probably different from US and different from, the, uh, from Italy. If you may know, in China, then they use the right uh, belongs to the government, right? When the real estate developer want to develop land, they need to apply and get approval to get a land transfer for this particular project, okay? 
For example, if a real estate developer want to create or develop an industry park, industrial zone, then uh, they will emphasize, okay, we are not only create IP, we create the innovation, we also facilitate the exchange of the patent to find more value of the patent. So we will also set up an IP exchange in our industrial park. Okay, that is a plus. Government welcome to see more of that. So it's become a like must do when you try to do industrial park, when you try to win more government support because people think that's the right way to utilize patents. And uh, the second observation is most of the IP exchange are connected to China's national campaign. What do you mean by China national campaign? Which means China's most recent effort, either globally or domestically. You can just by looking at the title of this dark exchange in the past few months, newly built one, you will understand, okay, the current focus is in this area. For example, a couple of years ago, many IP exchange are built under the name of Build and Roll. Okay, I don't know what this really means, but basically it means um, this exchange will be focused on uh, patent and trademark copyright exchange uh, with countries covered by the Build and Roll or like international aspects. Observation number three from IP exchange is the new IP monetization model. What do you mean by monetization? Give an example is IP pledge. IP pledge is you pledge, you use your IP as collateral to get bank loan, okay? And because IP is intangible asset, we use the terms that you can uh, call pledge. An easy example would be like, if you own like uh, one, 100, uh, one, on IBM share, in the European exchange market, uh, it was 100 or 1,000 euro dollars. You can pledge the security to a bank and borrow money from the bank, like 30 or even 40 uh, euro dollars, like 30 to 40 percentage. By this way, you do not lose your ownership to the security. But at the same time, you get some cash out from this asset that help you to uh, complete other operational tasks. So by the same token, IP is kind of asset, right? That's why it could become a target in the IP exchange like a security exchange. So in IP exchange, you can pledge your IP, your patent, your trademark, your copyright to bank and uh, get some loans from the bank. There are so many new models happening in China and uh, like every, quarter I will receive new information how people use this kind of technique to come up with new service model. And this is where you can observe those dynamic or those uh, development in China. The star market proposes a more market-driven approach to IPO. Do you think the more efficient market approach can be, can be a determinant push for Chinese tech firms to establish themselves not only in their domestic market, market but also globally? Thank you. Yeah, Valeria, thank you. That's a very interesting uh, question. Okay. Uh, so let me answer this way. Uh, we introduced the star market as the index or uh, observation points. Uh, for us to understand China better. But 
in real sense, how much it is helping uh, the efficiency of the market. I probably take a, well, of course, it will contribute because any stock change, it offer more transparent information to investor. Like for example, you can now go to the stock market's website to see those company information. For that sense, of course, it will increase the market efficiency. However, at the same time, I'd like to share with you, China still exercises uh, tight control on capital flow, right? No matter it's inflow or outflow. In other words, for individual like uh, yourself or like Domizena, you won't be able to invest in the star market, right? So uh, it's not going to utilize the crypto market efficiently globally, but it provides information soils to exchange, so to facilitate this kind of uh, information exchange, which is its uh, advantage. Uh, to me, for uh, those companies to go, uh, they, they say go globally or to have more international collaboration, either investment in Italy, in Europe, American. Um, what really matters is the culture. Uh, by means of culture is how those Chinese companies, uh, their view towards words. What is the, like the, the, the norm of communication and the expectation in the business? This culture, those soft things, I think will, will be more important than the star market long. Yeah, we are we are already really really happy with uh, with the star market and how it's going. And I'm, yeah, I think uh, it's going to have a, a a really positive effect over over the Chinese tech industry. And uh, on this note, I think I'll just thank everybody uh, for their attendance. Thank you so much for being here uh, with us. Uh, uh, for me, from the webinar team, from whole European Guanxi. And uh, stay tuned because next week we are going to have another really interesting webinar. And uh, thank you so much once again. Wonderful. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye.